I'm terrible with names. I'm going with faces, not names. No, I'm great with faces. I, sh I was at a break spot the other day and I shook somebody's hand. I don't remember who they are. Yo, that, I yo hate remember that? Happens, yo. Remember that young bull that used to see us at every party and we never knew boy? Yo! yo. <laughs> we, we what like, was the boy name, yo? I forgot his name. But he would always say our names like, yo, hi, spread, reef, what's up? We're like, yo, yo what up, boy? What up, boy? How you, boy? I'm feeling bad and shit when somebody be like, yo, house, what's up, man? I'm like, What's up, boy? And, and we're like, how you been, man? I, I remember the last time we met, man. Remember the last time we linked up, man? Shit was popping, man. Bro, you like, always yeah, get that, you bro. Always, <laughs> you always get their name randomly, and you're like, oh, all right. Like, he'll walk, he'll be like, yo, what's up? I'm like, yo, what up, boy? It's like, yeah, you know what I mean? I ain't seen y'all niggas in a minute, you know what I mean? How long y'all gonna be here? Yo, we just got here, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'm about to get a drink. It's like, random boy will come, I'm like, how you know Mark? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, uh, me and Mark were way back. Yo, that was the boy name. It was, yeah. I was yo. so relieved because I didn't know his name for like, uh, like what, a year? Then when he come back, like, yo, Mark! 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 Wait, you want to know how trash we are? Like, you know how we host, like, the Big Four wrestling parties? Mm -hmm. We had somebody come over for every wrestling party we didn't know his name. It's like... Nigga be in your crib. You don't <laughs> even know the name. name. I, yeah, yeah, first, yeah, first, first of all... First of all... Yeah, we didn't yeah, know his name. It, first it got of all, to the point where nobody would ask him his name. Nobody would ask him his <laughs> name. Nigga <laughs> come all the way to the... Mate, all the way to your crib. Nate came to our crib just to get... Just to... Uh, just to answer name. You know how Nate is. Nate came in and was like, Let's go, let's go, man. Let's go, man. What's up, man? What's your name again? And then he said, he was like, he was like, he was like, Tom. And he was like, oh, we was all really doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing that shit, yo. No, he came in, I think it was like two more matches to go. Yo, he just wasn't coming on. The only reason he came was to get bored. Was to get bored. Because <laughs> 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 nobody knew his name except for Chris, who brought him. Yo, yo, and nobody had the balls to ask Chris. <laughs> like, yo, he's been coming over to your crib for so long and you don't know his name. Now you feel like you're asking never, never know his name. name. <laughs> like, it, it's bad. He comes over and he contributes. Like, he brings a case of beer all, yeah, all the time. Combos. Hey, you got fucking bringing shit to your crib. You don't even know for a name. Yo, the craziest thing is when you don't know somebody's name and then you got to introduce them to somebody else. <laughs> oh, oh, that so, happened to me. So, so, but, but that's a chance, though. That's a chance where you got to you gotta say the person you know first. You were like, no, you no, you got to say the person you know. Like, you got to tap the boy you don't know and be like, this is uh, this is Aaron. You right. know what I'm saying? And then and then you be like, Aaron. And then you be hoping, you be listening and yeah, hoping yeah. that when y'all dap, he say his he name. Say his name. Right, like, but he don't. Y'all look, like, look at you, look at you. Like, <laughs> you say you say they but look at you like. And I just walk away. I'm like, fuck that. I just walk Yo, away. I was at h and one time. This was like three years ago. And I remember some boy that used to come in there. He went to Penn State with me. But he, first of all, he knew the shit out of me. I don't even know how. I did not know this kid, yo. I think he just seen me in the cafeteria a bunch of times or something. Look, he yo, Aaron, yo, how's, how's your like, like, future? Oh, yeah, so how's everything? Did it ask him about school? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. So every time you see me, he just be like, oh, what's going on? And like hype and shit. So I'm like, what's up? So there's one time, it was this chick that I went to high school with. And she came in. And I, I never like to be rude when two people, like, I'm talking to that don't know each other come around. So I'll just be like, yo, this is my man. This. So... Chick name was Don. So this boy, he was. I'm talking to him about like I just want to give him the fuck. I just want to. Just want to this conversation. So the chick Don come over. I'm like, what's up, Don? So she like, hey, Aaron. So he on this side. And I was just like, 
I'm like, yo, I was like, I was like, I was like, yo, this, uh, I was like, yo, this, this, uh, this Dom, this, I was like, yo, this Dom, this my homie from, from high school, whatever. But I tried to give her this long ass explanation just to like keep the attention on her. I was like, yeah, this Dom, we went to high school together. I was like, yeah, you know, I knew it for a while. And then I was like, and I looked at Dom, I was like, I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, this, I was like, this, this, this my man right here. Y'all read that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ran to the register and just ran somebody up. And said, first of all, when nobody said, Yo, he ran to the register and was like, it went behind it and looked at someone else. I, I, I was like, yo, you ready? I'm, I'll take you right so, so I was like, I said that shit fast. I was like, get this diamond for a while. I was like, yeah, this my man right here. Yo, y'all read that. First of all, I never went back. I was just in the register looking at him like, ranking somebody up like, Yes, y'all make sure they not there. Y'all make sure they not there. I was waiting for them to just separate. Yo, and I was like, yo, I don't know your name, and y'all not introducing you to nobody. <laughs> 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 Podcast. This is Ehas, and the bastards are in the building. Bastards, introduce your goddamn selves. It's your boy Sprat. What's happening? Sprat, what's happening? Elijah Davis. I don't have nothing smart to say right now. <laughs> Elijah Davis. You already know what time it is. Oh, fuck out of here. oh my god. Yeah. He plays and every time he gets stuck in my head for a week. I'm back, niggas. Reject Reef is in the motherfucking building again. That's the most annoying theme song. You're the most annoying <laughs> theme, song. Bag theme song. I'm back a for another bag. back for another episode. He'll be going next episode as usual again. <laughs> this is how we do. We come back for like he's like Joel and Bede. He only can play one at a time. <laughs> I only play forty minutes. He's the, he's the only guy that's on my podcast well, that has bye weeks for himself. <laughs> he do have bye weeks. When you making moves, you got you know me. Don't try. Don't try to legitimize this. Don't try to make it like. <laughs> Like, this is some kind of, like, planned, like, oh, they this had is enough this week. <laughs> this is God's <laughs> plan. Yo. Shout out to Drake for that video, too. <laughs> that video was amazing, but you know how it was like, March Madness time? How about they had the God's plan video plan, but instead of Drake wearing, like, Kentucky shit, they had him wearing Kansas State stuff. Yo, oh. he commented on that, too. He just put fuck out of here with, like, a whole bunch of laughing emojis. <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, that video was pretty dope. Speaking of videos, shout out to Lil Dicky. And, uh, the king of Sheltonham. Chris Chris Breezy oh, that, for uh, Freaky Friday. That video was a I was love that video. So. Yo. I love that video. I think the video. I love that video. I love that concept. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yo. <laughs> I guess the part that makes, I guess the part that makes it so, uh, so controversial. controversial. Yeah, so controversial is the part that I think is the funniest and the nigga is part? when he was happy to say nigga and he was just like nigga nigga puss ass nigga <laughs> and he just kept saying that I'm shit here, nigga. <laughs> like I thought that shit was that hilarious, shit was hilarious. <laughs> what's up my niggas I thought that but shit he was, was saying it to like 
He was saying it to non-white, Yo, non-white was, people. Yeah, he was saying it to, to white people. He was just saying it to everybody. Like, he looked dead at the cop and said, you pussy ass nigga. <laughs> I thought it was funny, man. Um, That's hilarious. I mean, not everybody, not everybody found it found yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else was pretty disgusted with it. I don't um, I mean, I can understand it, but it's not that. Serious. I understand it, but it's like you know me. I, I like I like consistency. But first of all, it, I who if you're a liar, if you're not gonna say if you switch parties with somebody else of a different race, you're not gonna take advantage. All right, let me be let me be white for two weeks. Oh, I'm taking full advantage of the white privilege. I'm yeah. starting a hedge fund. Yo, I don't think I don't even think it was that that was getting everybody upset. I think it was more so the fact that. Uh, the whole nigga thing. Like, when it broke it down to me, I understand what people are saying. Yeah, but I, I was just to I was just a little drained. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm just drained because it's just like a circular thing just over and over. And people just sit there and do nothing and wait for the next thing to be outraged about. Like, I was just looking at, like, I was just looking at it like, yo, it was, I get it because people were like, oh, well... This is a white man, a white man who's pretty shy about doing music and shy about doing, especially the hip hop genre. And he's from Sheltonham and he capitalizes off of black culture. And he wrote nigga a bunch of times in a song because Chris Brown didn't write it. Let's be real. Chris Brown didn't write it. So I don't think he wrote it. I, I, I'm pretty sure because I, it just had a very comedic little Dickie-esque like tone to it. The whole Chris Brown verse, which is fine, but I, I, I don't know. Like I, I just feel like it's. I think he I wrote know. Chris Brown's verse, and Chris Brown wrote his verse because they switched the vibes or whatever. But he's like, oh well, I'm black, so let me just let it. I fly. mean, but it was like more of a satirical thing. Like right. he was more so. It wasn't. I don't think it was like malicious. No, like, was, I think it was like, yo, yeah, it wasn't if malicious. He's like, I'm white. This is what most white people would do in a black person's body, especially Chris Brown. He's like, I'm black and I'm cool, so let me just go all crazy. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what it was, like, people just took it to, like, extreme unnecessary levels. It's just like, yeah, it just like they, got, oh they got mad, but didn't get mad at the misogyny in the, in the video, so I'm wearing none of that. I, I, just, it's like, I just want you to be consistent. Like, <laughs> I'm going to need you to get mad at every movie that's written by a, right screen, a white screenwriter that has the word nigga in it. So, Quentin Tarantino? Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino Martin Scorsese, yeah. like all but, that shit. But uh, we're if not. You, if you keep it consistent, I'm like, by all means. But we're not gonna do that. That's just not how it works. You yeah. know? Right now, it's just this is that time. We're in that era of be outraged at everything, discuss everything on Facebook, get all of the Facebook victories that you can, and. Then go out in real life and be, botch, a shitty, and be a shitty person, yeah, and botch real life interactions, <laughs> be a shitty individual. Like, I've talked to these people, these people have been online and have said all kinds of king this, queen that, and you know, all oh, positivity and black lives matter, and you know, treat our women like this, that, and the third. And then when I talk to them backstage at a show or at a whatever. At an event, they like, yo, all the bitches in here is bad. Like, all of a sudden, they bitches again. And I'm like, wow, so fast you take that Facebook mask off once you get in the real world and you show that you really, you really ain't shit. Yeah, but you try, to, you try to toss that halo on like you somebody that you're not. You know what I'm saying? Because nothing gets you pussy faster than being woke. That's why woke niggas be sleeping around. Like, there. <laughs> 
So at the beginning of a lot of the Black Lives Matters movement and all of that, and the Hotep uh, movement, there was one thing that I always stood, and I stand by it even more in 2018, but I said that it's a lot of things that go around as trends. And when we were all in high school, if you were like, you know, the dope boy or the thug or the tough guy, that was a trend. A lot of niggas really weren't into that shit, but they acted and dressed like it because that's what got you attention. That was the end thing. You know, the whole street look. And then, uh, at some point, people realized that actually being smart was a cool thing, which wasn't when we were, you know, in high school. We were weird and smart. That was always a weird thing, but now it's in. But, uh, and even Haas recognized that. He said, you know, the same motherfuckers that are woke now used to clown Elijah Davis and Reject Reef for wearing dashikis and going to culturally all-black woke schools. They called us dickheads for that shit. But I always said I never trusted too much a lot of people that just out of nowhere became whole type of Black Lives <coughs> Matter type things. And I always said, is this really how you feel or is this a trend? It's like a, a, a popularity contest for you. Because now that things have shifted and it's not... So much as being a thug or a gangster is cool anymore. Being woke is kind of the cool thing. So a lot of people hop on that shit and they just look for any argument. And I had this issue with my cousin a long time ago on Instagram because I researched this myself because I challenged it. But she posted about Elvis saying, fuck Elvis, he was a racist. Chuck D said it and quoted it. And I said, well, I felt the same way. But if you really look into it, Elvis never said the shit that you're saying, that whole... You ever heard that before? That uh, Elvis said a black man's only good to shine his shoes? Yeah. I, yeah, I, think, bullshit, though. I think everybody heard that. But then me and my girlfriend at the time, like back in 2007, Christine, we were in uh, AC or somewhere. And we were like in some old school restaurant. I looked it up and I said, I can't find that quote. So then I looked into it even more. Not only did I not find a quote, but I think Jet Magazine put an article out saying that he never said that shit. He defended him. And almost every black artist Say, so, yeah, we know Elvis. He's cool people. He never said that Elvis shit. Elvis got hot hanging on black people. Right. And I think a lot of white people didn't like that. Said that he was doing black music. So they mm. put that out there to make black people can't, you know, hate him. But I was saying that a lot of y'all don't really, y'all woke, but y'all don't really know the real shit. And my thing was, it's too many real issues. Like a dude just got shot in his backyard with a cell phone in the sand by cops. It's too many real issues for y'all to be trying to chase these imaginary issues to sound fake, deep, or fake woke on Instagram. Yo, they woke, but they in comas. <laughs> <laughs> but like how I said, a lot of these people, um, I'm going Rob status. This dude, he clearly <laughs> copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Rob, yo, yo, Rob, Rob won't snuff us one day. He gonna snuff all the real Rob. The but Rob, Rob posted something about Trump and Clinton. And I've said, but I always I said, fuck Bill Clinton too. You're not going to convince me he was a good president for black people. I've always said, fuck Bill Clinton. And you can't have any black person sit here and say, what? And look at me crazy. I say, well, fuck you too if you don't know your homework. He was a piece of shit. But the dude copy and pasted this long think piece. You can get smacked with a saxophone. You keep talking about Bill Clinton. Yes. Right, right. But go ahead. But I, I went off and I said, well, Bill Clinton actually cut funding for housing and urban development while increasing funding for the prison system. He actually got stricter on drug laws while saying we don't need to rehabilitate anybody. We don't need any drug rehabilitation. Yeah. We need we need prison for them. Yeah. Bill Clinton also uh, put more blacks and Hispanics behind bars than George H.W. Bush and Ronald Reagan, which is a big fucking deal. After I broke down all of that, he copied and pasted his first thing. The real him came out, and he was like, man, but see these fucking dickheads. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that, that whole first argument you had was not you. 
you did what everybody you went to fucking B Scott's website or Love Jones, whoever the fuck actually does the research, you rehashed whatever she posted. Then when I dive into this whole topic, you got nothing to stand on because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Which we've tried to bring so many people on this show that are so opinionated on Facebook and said, well, listen, we've never dragged anybody on this show. And I'm sending this out as an open invitation. You can check any episode of Glorious Bastards. The only person that got to kind of bail is IQ, who we might bring back. But nobody ever got dragged on this show for having a different opinions. You know, we'll listen to what you have to say. We'll challenge it if we don't agree with it. And you can bring whoever you want to back you up. But a lot of the time, people don't know how to have an opinion unless they're copying and pasting somebody else's. I can go through the list of all my Facebook friends that if they can't copy and paste from somebody else's page, they can't even give you their thoughts on an opinion. Because they be, they be faking out here. So, I say that to just say, uh, I don't trust a lot of hoteps. <laughs> and if you want to come and argue your piece on the show, by Yo, all means, pull come. up. Fuck it. Yeah, pull up. Pull I mean. up. And the thing is, we've had people that came on here with different opinions, and we agreed with them. Like, uh, Mansfield came on here, and we were like, damn. Everybody shut the hell up and let him talk because he was just dropping fact after fact after jewel. So, you know, if you really feel as though you're fighting some social righteous cause, by all means, come on here. If you're good at your speech, we'll be glad to listen and back you up 100%. But you can't come in here with no memes thinking you're just going to retweet verbally and have anything that's going to suffice in a discussion. Plus, you don't... You don't... You don't... I, I mean... I feel like a lot of people don't understand that this is not the podcast for the everyday liberal. Um, if you aren't aware already, we are moderately liberal, right? Like social issues. I think we all can agree that we don't care about gays getting married. I mean, I know I can speak for myself. I don't care about anything, any of that. I like, think gays they, should be should, as miserable as straight they, people. Exactly. Go get divorced just like straight people do. You know, go be bad parents like straight people do. Have we don't encourage the Listen, because we all, listen, we all are Straight human. people have been trying it. They've been failing for years. Why don't so, you... You take a stab at it and <laughs> yeah. fail too. You know Hopefully y'all can get it better than us because they, they won't. They won't. They're humans. They won't. Because we suck as straight motherfuckers at this shit. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Shut up. That's the, a good one. But, but not nah, in all seriousness, you know, like Elijah said, you know, this podcast is pretty much, you know, we, we're straight shooters, man. We, I don't say anything. We don't say anything to get a collective hell yeah. We don't get a collective, you know, yay, yeah, yay or nay. We always just say what we feel. And... We double down on that. We don't backpedal, and and We're you not know cornerbacks. Yeah, we. <laughs> Good one. And we, even though, and some of us still disagree with each other because, absolutely, as it stands, 2018, T Grizzly still fucking trash. T Grizzly will fuck you T. up. T Grizzly will fuck you up. That nigga, wait for that nigga to pull up. No, no, no. no, no he no, pulled no. up, and you ain't do the he ain't do he shit. He was here. 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 He was in Philly looking for you. Actually, he left though, right? No, he was here for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> You had that same energy. <laughs> he left her, right? All right, then. That nigga gone there. That motherfucker ain't come knock on my door. He probably did. You just wasn't home. Well, you didn't want to answer the door. You were scared. I, I was probably asleep. Yeah, all right. You pussy. Yeah, you, you letting just, that you white boy fight all your battles. 
<laughs> Damn, he's so you a typical black person. White man fight your battle for you? <laughs> we had a domestic disturbance here. It's not domestic, it's Steve Grizzly. It's not domestic, it's Steve Grizzly. We got a Grizzly disturbance. At the Grizzly scene of this Grizzly crime, T. Done by the so, Grizzly gang. So, yeah, so that's the Glorious Bastards podcast. That's it. Not like that. I'm saying, you know, that that's us in a nutshell. You know, if you ain't get it already, man, we already, you know, eight nine episodes. We nine episodes into the season, and uh, we have a the first half of the season almost knocked out. And we like to we like to thank y'all. You know, if we don't do it enough, we have a lot of shit coming. Um, by the way, shout out to Ant Man, who always provides us the venue. And engineers this wonderful podcast. We got Mark Corleone also in the in the building with us as well. He's over here in the back, over here watching kids jump on the bed on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> that literally happened. What? Yeah, that's a that's a reference. We'll we'll discuss it off air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta close your laptop. You gotta close right? your laptop, so y'all don't get that yet, and y'all won't ever. So just stand there and just be. You know, oh, just no, you don't get it either. Don't try, guys. Okay. Yeah, you don't get it either, Elijah. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, oh, no, because that was that hostage that I already went into when your laptop wasn't closed and your mom walked in for the trash to take out and the dick was in your hand. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on the second episode. That was the second episode? Mm-hmm. Second think... episode of the season. When I when I was masturbating and I fell asleep. I think I, <laughs> oh, I, think, oh, yeah. I think I threw you under the bus like every I haven't gone under the bus in like the last two episodes. Yeah, don't don't do it now. I gotta think alright, cool. Don't do it now. We'll do the next episode. Yeah, because okay. shit gonna get ugly in this joint. Like, we're going to have to cut these mics off. I love you, dog. You can turn you all, can this, turn shit all this shit off. <laughs> or you can just walk out. Uh, <laughs> or you could just walk out. Oh. Shout out to, um, shout out to DJ Envy. Envy, Envy. Envy, 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 Envy. <laughs> so, yo, so I always said that Jesus and Mero were like exactly like what, what I should have been. Like when me and Jay started like that whole vlog shit. Back whole, like years ago when we started doing like that from so Philly. Cold in the D, yeah, but, so yeah. cold in the D reactions and everybody like the Philly John Boy and all of that. And we got like a four thousand, I mean forty thousand views on one, eighty thousand views on another. So I was like, yo, we, we should have been that. But these and Mero, like they actually just follow through, like and they actually doing from Twitter trolls to like media pop, media pop stars. Yeah. So in the midst of all of that, they make fun of people on their show every single night on Viceland, and I enjoy it. I've heard that it's the best thing to watch when you're high. Oh, and it I, definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe high too. Yeah. So, the whole time. So in a nutshell, I mean, at this point, this is about maybe two weeks old, but it, I feel like it's cool to bring up because it's it's pretty relevant. They made fun of DJ Envy and what they said about him cheating on his wife and they went on some show and they made a little comment about DJ Envy's really wife. Being there for the chat. Yeah, because DJ Envy went on a show to discuss uh, the, his infidelity with his wife. And his wife said, you know, DJ Envy said something to the effect of, I was Rashawn at home, but DJ Envy in the streets. And then she interjected and she said, I, did, I don't know DJ Envy. And then Jesus interjected and said, but you know them DJ Envy checks. Know First of all, let's talk about Envy in that white blazer, though. 
Yeah, that white blazer was. <laughs> that is a white satin joint. That shit not right. But after he said that on their show on Viceland, they brought Jesus and Mero up on Breakfast Club on the Breakfast Club, and <laughs> DJ Envy. What did he say in the beginning? He said, he's like, like more than we got dickhead and pussy." pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, before that, that before that, first of all, that was trash. Was horrible, that was, yeah, that was trash. But before he said that, he was like. You know how he does the whole morning, everybody is DJ. We have two special guests in the yeah, building. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He he usually says that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he didn't say it this time. And that's when Charlamagne was like, "Why you ain't say special?" And he was like, "Dickhead and pussy." <laughs> he was like, "Yo, that was so." It sounded like he just learned a curse and he was excited to say it. He yeah. sounded like he sounded hurt off the gate. Oh, uh, you can see on his face he was hurt off the rip. He was pissed. Yo, he was so mad. So he he pretty much. <clears throat> Pressed Jesus and Mero for an apology, and they gave it to him reluctantly. And you know, one thing led to another, and then they still joked with him because they kept saying it was a joke. And he was like, "That's off limits. I'm talking to my wife and my kids and blah blah blah." Getting all super sensitive, and then that's when they said something about. Uh, that's when Charlemagne was like, "Y'all want to? Y'all 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 need five minutes to go handle this New York style." <laughs> And that's when uh, Mero was, like, was yeah, like, like, I got my space on. We can get it fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we can go outside. I got my space on. <laughs> and then that's when uh, he's like, uh, D- uh, no, nah, DJ Envy ain't say nothing. And then that's when Angela Yee says something about, but y'all are getting into different things, right? They were going on with the interview. And then that's when Mero was like, yeah, I mean, we're diversifying. We're going to do celebrity boxing with DJ Envy next week. <laughs> and then DJ Envy was like, like, I would love, love that. that. I would love that. that. I would love that. And then they just like ignored him, and then they kept talking, and then DJ Envy got up and he walked Left. out of the Breakfast Club, his own show. <laughs> but he came back after they left, though. That's I'm scary. telling you now, ain't not near. We we just we just offered a challenge, or not a, a challenge, an invitation to anybody who listens to the Glorious Bastards podcast and wants to come up to rebuke anything we said. Just have you know conversation. I promise you, ain't there one motherfucker gonna make me walk off this show? DJ Envy walked off his own show, man. Like, and then continues to get clowned. Like, Deezus Amaro kept this going for like a a good week. Oh, Deezus Amaro and Charlamagne during the show, but then during the show that night. Yo, in the podcast, they aired them out on the podcast. First of all, it's it's giving content to like at least four or five different podcasts. Yeah. yeah, they was yeah. wrong. First of all, they were the chick he cheated on his wife with. Yeah, they they dropped names. Like I think Meryl really want to fight him. He he said he do. <laughs> I think Meryl just really want to fight DJ Envy. Like he just want to like. Too. He really just want to want to rumble DJ Envy. Like what's up with that though? Why can't we just have like, like celebrity boxing just to handle things? Like I, if if a rapper in Philly wanted to box me, nobody, I would box him. Nobody wants to take the hands because they're not confident in their hands. It's, they, very few people who are confident in their Niggas can't even hand. debate on Facebook without getting emotional. You wanted yeah. to play, hand? Yeah. Like, we live in, like, a, a super sensitive society. You know what I mean? If somebody was to lose a celebrity box, I'm actually going to get clowned yep. for the next month and a half. Yep. Like, I would. Take that. You know what I mean? Without, like, if yeah, anything, if anything, yo, you got a better chance. That was Marco Leon, by the way. If anything, you got a better chance of being like, yo, me and you, we go in this room for five minutes, no cameras. No squads. But niggas, niggas won't even do that now. Tiana Taylor, lucky that she got over getting crossed the fuck over like four years ago <laughs> with that All Star game. She was but like, that wasn't that bad. She left it off. 
That's good for her. Only person I know. <laughs> she gets, she gets Only person I know that did that in the last like five years was Meek. They went meet. I forget what rapper. Oh, problem. No, can you? Yeah, meek and problem went to like a conference room at a, like a hotel. It was it was at the they, airport. At the <laughs> airport, and they mixed, and then they just shook hands and they, they just. You it know depends what I mean? though on who your opponent, because it's certain motherfuckers. Like, let's take it to basketball again. <laughs> if you just were in the nineties mm-hmm. and you played against Iverson, and any time they say yo. Here's Iverson highlights. You know, you might be shooting the bandline if your name is Michael Jordan, Teron Lue. But Michael Jordan got crossed up and won the game and dropped forty five. That's all good, but like everybody right. says, nobody gives a fuck about that. Jordan didn't have forty five. Well, he won the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, but they won. So that's even more to the point. Nigga, you won and nobody remembers that shit. You literally won and dropped fucking points. But all you talk about is that one crossover Iverson had in a losing game against you. So, yeah, like Mara said, niggas like, yo, I'm not putting gloves on because I'm scared. I'm going to get my fucking, I'm going to get some, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting crossed by Iverson and 14, 15 years later? Yes. Can you imagine <laughs> Bret Hart every time you interview him? So, tickets to that night in Montreal. I don't want to go back to Montreal, nigga. Can we talk about anything other than Montreal? Like, you want to keep on talking about how I got screwed out of a belt? By these two motherfuckers, two and a half, you count Earl Hebner, who didn't know what the fuck was going on. He knew it. He knew it. He knew I think Earl Hebner knew. That nigga knew. I think Earl Hebner straight up knew. Yeah, Earl Hebner knew everything, man. He, he too much I think of a Earl senior knew. referee. He was, he, was, he, was, he, he the only nigga that's still sticking by that gun, blaming it all on Vince and don't say I that. I didn't know. I just like, I didn't know. Vince, you can blame anything on Vince. You don't give a fuck. Yo, nobody was more proud to admit this shit than Triple H. He was like... Yeah, I did it, and I told him, God damn it, he won't do business, he won't do business for him. That's Triple H, first, of all, first of all, that nigga was so proud, they put that in a storyline. So fucking video game. Video game. <laughs> Triple H is proud, and I said, like, fuck him. You need me to do the voiceover for this one? <laughs> <laughs> I do the voiceover for this one line, yeah. Oh, yeah, that nigga was proud, but yeah. I think niggas are scared to get beat up on camera. Yeah, niggas are scared to get beat up on or if we talk about celebrity boxing, it's gonna be more than just cameras. It's gonna be live TV. That yep. shit gonna be streamed everywhere. Streamed. Live commentary. You. you think YouTube not gonna get a check off that or title exactly. <laughs> or Apple Music? Yeah. Netflix gonna pick it up and syndicate. Is that exactly. somebody gonna make a fucking like, Baltimore club remix? Like, you, get, you know who's lucky that like celebrity box is not out now? Sticky fingers because he got trashed by Fully, and niggas oh, forgot about the Chili Peppers. Yeah, did he? And the uh, MTV boxing. Oh, yeah. wow. don't you just, but my thing is this, like. You already embarrassed yourself for the bag when you put out them trash ass songs. <laughs> so why don't you? Yeah, and when you did Blade the television so, show, so my that thing shit was is, right, shut the fuck. But my thing I is, I just wasn't bad, yeah. Nah, but but just with people, period. Like you, nine times out of ten, you embarrassing yourself for the bag anyway. So might as well just like, knuckle up for the bag. But you know so how they, you might as well just throw the gloves on and let's make some money off of it. Let's let's donate to a positive cause so we can say we contributed to the community and did a very good so you know we were social justice warriors and on top of that you got punched on. Yeah, but you know niggas not about that because they talk about that tough shit, but they're not really tough. And it can't down. I'm just saying. Look, man, it'll go away. It it'll go away after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody who got embarrassed, if you if you brand strong enough. But that's the thing. You scared about your brain. You don't think it's strong enough. Yeah, that's a that's. It's not even so much as the, as the laws. Like, like 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 Spread said, 
Jordan still won that game and dropped. How many points did he drop? 38. 38. But yeah, but like, nobody talk about that. He talk about the crossover. And that's another thing, too. But the joint. about the crossover because it was iconic. Right. Yeah. It's like exactly. you've been dropping 38. At that point, you've been dropping 38 for 12 years. Yeah. So even, <laughs> yeah, even he got crossed over by a rookie. And he got crossed yeah. over by a rookie who went on to be Allen Iverson, who never won a championship. So yeah, he and he's still Michael Jordan over. at the end of the day. Yes. His brand's strong right. as shit. His brand, his brand over a billion dollars. I think a lot of the time, it's the brand. It's like, yo, you know that you can win. And even in political warfare, even like when you go to another country, it's like, well, we know we could trash this country, but goddamn, are the losses worth it? Like, do I really want to risk this much just to have a W that I don't need? At the end of the day, I got all these W's in my fucking in my closet. Why am I going to risk all of this shit? Well, stop making that's excuses. Why, that's why they're trying to get in the ring. That's why niggas don't talk about Vietnam. We lost that, but yeah. we just omit that from. Yeah, I said niggas make excuses to not get it. That's why I was. I'm not trying to get too off topic. I respect like you know them old school boxers. They would get beat the fuck up and not care. All they, they used to look for competition. Yo, yo Muhammad Ali got punched. Muhammad Ali got hands and feet. Muhammad <laughs> Ali was not Floyd Mayweather in regards to a record. No. Muhammad Ali lost fights. He lost fights. Freaking got, freaking Mike Tyson got knocked out by Buster Douglas, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe Lewis got knocked out by Max Schmeling. By Max Schmeling. Come on, man. He came man. back and damn it killed him, but he did. <laughs> he did, yes. He did lose that first fight to Max Schmeling. Listen, it happens, man. So clap back, though. So you might as well just hop I mean, in the ring if you really got a real problem with somebody. You might as well just make the bag. Like, y'all can do y'all Instagram thing back and forth, do the show, do the podcast, back and forth, back and forth. Then once it all calmed down, just say, because music is already, rap already, WWE anyway. Well, I say, if you if you want, if you don't want to take this loss, you know what I mean? Get this check in and go to a, a, a indie wrestling promotion and get that match off. But nah, <laughs> they, they ain't that fit. They ain't going to be getting slammed. <laughs> First of all, rappers they be can't scared. Take, yeah, know? they can't take bumps and all that. I'd rather <laughs> just put gloves on them and let them slug it out. Like, First of all, 90% of rappers don't have health insurance, so they definitely scared to get hurt. Yeah, you ain't you ain't picking no rapper up <laughs> and dumping <laughs> them on his head. Because you dump a rapper on his head, that's the end of him. I'm going to be on GoFundMe.com. That nigga get CTE. A rapper falls on he breaks his elbow. He ain't got no insurance. Yo, rappers don't have health. In the, in the rappers one, ain't healthy, bro. In the mm-hmm. one music genre where getting shot at and heart attacks come hand in hand and it's kind of common, you think that you would try to get some health insurance. You know well, rappers died. Rappers, it, what insurance company is going to insure them in the first place? It's much lean and... Yeah, that's true. Could you, ima- <laughs> could you imagine, yo, Rick Ross? Sky high, like. <laughs> you imagine Rick Ross walking into it. Listen, I need... Like, no, get the fuck out, the fun, Ross. He's, the fun, he's we one know one who you are. Something good about you. The fun, he's one of the ones with insurance. <laughs> but if you're talking about rappers, like, they don't have no insurance and they be dying early as shit. Like, rappers are dying at the age of 46. Like, Mr. Ross, why do you want our insurance? Lean. That's all he said. Lean. Lean. <laughs> like, lean. No, nah, you got young Shut rappers up. like the age of 21 with the bodies of 50 year old people because drinking all that, all that lean and popping pills. So, slow your shout, out to, shout out to Rick Ross, by the way, for not dying. For getting it together. I mean, for the, you know, he yeah. still has, you know, ailing problems, but he's clearly on a, a much better path than he was. I don't know. think I'll yeah. pray for anybody as much as Rick Ross in the last Boy, couple of years. That shit yeah, almost I was fucked up my world. Yo, listen. Bruh, I, I ain't gonna hold you, man. If he if he had passed, God forbid. I'd have been I'd have been done. It it I'd have been hurt. He he actually goes down as one of the goats in my opinion. Me too. Because in in terms of just music, like not even just the business, but music 
He's hands down one of the most consistent rappers to ever be in the industry at his capacity. One of the best, one of the best beat pickers. He's in top five most consistent rappers I've ever heard in my life. When you in the category of Jay Z, and then I think I would, it was arguable. Niggas would say no, but I would put Game up there as being consistent. Oh, Game doesn't have bad albums. Yeah, Game is up there with consistency, but yeah, Ross. Um, he's one of the most consistent and business aspect too. Yeah, he's uh on on the same tip though. We kept we we kept Rick Ross, but we lost Toys R Us, <laughs> and now we lost the founder of that too. Right after they went under, he went but, down. He went down with the ship. He, yo, he went down with the ship. What happens all? He, he died. died. He died. He was ninety so. Oh, he was ninety four. That's not news. Yeah. Yeah, well, but <laughs> it's, like, it's not. <laughs> No, like you said before, once you pass a certain age, everything's sharp, so. Yeah, we, yeah, we discussed it. Yeah. I mean, he died like two days after they declared, but yeah. I mean, you can't, he's delicate. You can't give him no bad news. Yo, like you know who's like, not delicate? Like, Bill Cosby ain't delicate. That motherfucker's still alive. But no, nah, he trying to hold the trial off until he died. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby like, just give it another week. Oh, Could you God. possibly push it back? Could you possibly only one person get testified? I feel like the judge is like, yeah, we really don't want to hear you testify. <laughs> uh, the court me four years ago. Like, this is too many cases for you to talk this long like this. I put my hand on her thigh. <laughs> you know, she I... seemed at a twinkle in her eye, and I got. Day one, I put my hand on her thigh. Two months later, I put my hand up on your hip when I nip. Alright, we digress. We okay, yeah. so I feel like everybody can do a Bill Cosby impersonation, but he can't impersonate being an innocent a decent person. human being. Yeah, so unless <laughs> he he he's a shitty person. Person. Just moving on. Moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, yeah. To to. Not even piggyback, but to try to scrape through the fucking ash pile that we left on that last tirade that we just went on. Haas brought up the DJ Envy thing, so. Envy, Envy. I don't know if y'all heard of this. It wasn't as big of a story, but when I heard it, I immediately fell in love with it. So apparently down in D.C., um, a woman by the name of Danny Starr. This happened about two weeks ago. Danny Starr was a part of a, a radio D.C. morning show. Oh, wasn't that fake, though? I don't know. It was, apparently, it's still real. It's arguing both sides of it, but it was her and the two male co-hosts. What happened was, she needed a babysitter. Danny Starr needed a babysitter, and she put out an ad on Instagram saying she wanted somebody to watch her kids in the house. She's married. Uh, what happened was, allegedly, a beautiful woman applied for the job, and she turned her down because she was an attractive woman, and she was scared her husband might cheat on her. Okay, that's an insecurity with her and her husband. So, it doesn't stop there. Oh, the, the two co-hosts then found the model that allegedly inboxed her and brought her onto the show. But they didn't tell Danny Starr about this until the day of or the day before. See, that's corny. If you work with someone like that, you don't do that. And they and she that she she got ambushed. Because the woman then proceeded to air out and call her insecure and she walked off the show and quit for good. She quit the show because she was ambushed. You don't do that to your co-hosts. How y'all feel about that? No, that's kinda corny because one you set her up. I think it's gonna be funny, but it wasn't like you don't do that to your, a person you work with. I'm assuming they work for each other. For I would years. do it with the highs. Well, because that's because you're on fuck with them on the low. Yeah. 
Yeah. It wasn't fucked up. Yeah, but. That, that's because he ready to get I don't think, I don't think Hassan's Grizzly walking over. I think yeah. he's walking over to you. No, I don't think he's going to nothing. Um, <laughs> you think he's soft. He's still sitting there. So, <laughs> but, so I'm not going to lie to you. When I when I saw the story, I'm a sucker for photos. I cried my ass off. I was funny, but until you I, yeah, I was cracking up. But in all seriousness, and all jokes aside, to the dudes that did that, that was some straight bitch ass nigga shit that yeah, they corny. did. That was corny. You don't that, that was straight bitch ass nigga shit that they did to that poor girl. To the whole and, studio because everybody, everybody had to be on them. Yeah, on. you know what? You're right. To the whole that makes the whole studio look like a bunch of petty ass shit niggas. Yeah, some that was some sucker that shit. Was sucker shit. Like, yeah, it was. It that was, was sucker. It was, shit. It was, that it was, was, it was like some certain things. It's like yo, like when does the joke go too far? You know what I mean? And. We joke around a lot on the podcast, and, and we all can take a joke, and we all can fuck around, but we kind of know, and if you know your co-host, which you should know your co-host, and in this case, with this podcast, we're all friends beyond this, so, you know, we know each other a lot more than regular just co-hosts and co-workers do, but most of the time, even with your co-host, you're supposed to know your co-host enough to know, like, yo, I ain't touching that. Yeah, that you know wasn't I mean? cool. Yeah, that that just wasn't that wasn't cool. Like, and it, if if anybody's uh wants to check it out, I anybody in this room if you leave, the uh, it's nothing is the level of Sway and Kanye. That is still <laughs> the number one interview in the history of interviews. But it was pretty damn intense, and it was uh I had anxiety listening to it. But yeah, I I, I was listening, and I'm like, this is some straight ass, some straight bitch ass nigga shit. And they got what they want. They got exposure, and they got, but it's not the right kind of exposure. Like you, you risk the exposure, damaging your, your homie. Yeah, you you damage your homie. Yeah, you damage your credibility, and furthermore, you damage your homie. Yeah, any any of y'all not friends, y'all worthy. That's still you still don't cross the line like that. Yeah, so and that what's was the kickback um, off it. Like, what did you what did you what, actually what you gain? gain? Yeah, I mean, you gained a couple. Extra views, a couple might have gone viral. Yeah, but that's gonna look you like know. you're not gonna say you don't say the shit forever. That's gonna be a black mark on you going somewhere else. Well, yeah, because you gotta think like a lot of times people and me and Haas proved this shit on this Facebook. People only care about controversy. The second it's something like that, they'll listen. But the second that's over and done with, nobody give a fuck. No, nobody cares once once the contra- controversy sells. Like we know this. Like, it's no way we can reverse this. It's just a part of, of human psychology or uh, it's, it's it's like chemistry almost. It's like yeah. it releases them dopamines in your brain like to see like something negative. You know, people say, people complain about Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club bringing up, you know, people like uh, Teriyaki 6ix9ine. Y'all listen religious. And all of these other people. And they say, well, why don't they bring up positive people? But they don't realize on the same show, they bring up black directors, lawyers. Judges. They bring up judges. They yeah. bring up all of these people, people who, who try to give lit, uh, money literacy to yeah. One of my classmates from middle school was actually brought on there about her book club and pushing. A, a, a girl that I went to school with, in the, not even in the different grades, same classroom. Was one of the Breakfast Clubs. Uh, Angela Yee brought her on, and they yeah. talked about positive shit. So the thing is, they do that. But the thing is, they bring up these people because they bring up these negative people because that's how they secure their views. Mm-hmm. They know that you're going to pay attention. The same people that are complaining about no positive shit, that they clearly they haven't been watching they, because they, they wouldn't right. be complaining. No, they complain because they don't, they don't pay attention to everything. They and just complain even, this for clickbait. It don't even matter the the person sometimes. As, 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 as the topic, the negativity. So I promise you, if they 
if they had brought on like somebody like Jadakus, who was still revered in the, in the streets as you know being one of the illest, if they brought Kiss on, or even like a J Cole, he probably would not have gotten more views if it aired the same week as that Fredro Star or that Dame Dash shit, or because of how ridiculously over the top it was. Yeah, anytime you get nigga Birdman showed up for two minutes and shut shit down. On it he was there less than two minutes. It, it might have been literally less. It than was two less minutes. than two minutes. <laughs> Yeah, you, conflict, conflict sells. Like, conflict sells, sex sells. Like, these things sell. So if you're trying to sell, you know the formula. You know that these are the things. So when you talk about compromising your dignity to make those things happen, you know, you just can't. You just have to cater to your audience. If you know people that pay attention for positive reasons, then just focus on them and know that you're not going to go viral for saying that you went to college, did what you were supposed to do, you pay all your bills on time, you're married, you got 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. You're not going to get 75 million views for saying that. Why would you think that? Would you pay attention to somebody who's doing that and go, wow, this is an amazing... Like, Would you keep playing that over and over and over? Would you show all your friends? The thing is, you might watch a positive interview, but you're not going to show your friends a positive interview. Now, if you watch Fredro Starr about the punch on Charlemagne, I might go, yo, Lodge, did you see Fredro Starr about the punch on Charlemagne? And next thing you know, I'm showing it to Elijah. The next thing you know, I'm showing it to Spray. I'm showing it to Mark or Leona. I'm showing it to Reeve. I'm showing it to Ant. And then they're showing it to their people. And then, boom, you have a viral video. You know, So we, we pay attention to the negative more than the positive, And that's just how it goes, man. But certain things are off limits. To answer your question, you know what I mean. Certain things are off limits. I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not sacrificing my, my integrity for some fucking click. Yeah, I'm not gonna ambush my host, my co-host on that level. You get what I'm saying? Like certain things. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would definitely be like, yeah, I'm gonna say this to Elijah today, or yeah, I'm gonna say this to Spread. I'm gonna say it. like I might something might come up where I might go, yeah, I think I'm gonna definitely say that. But I, but it wouldn't be of that magnitude because that's just now you're crossing boundaries. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's it's kind of fucked up. Was, that was some bitch nigga shit. And the fact that they thought that stuff, they they did the time to do the research and do all that. That's corny. Yeah, that was it's premeditated. That's and the thing about job. it was they found out because I think she told them like she kind of confided in them saying that. She, oh, that's even that's even worse. Like, and no, now the thing that differs though is that they are claiming or the model that they brought on the show claimed that um. The girl, uh, the girl, the star, forget her name already, but she said that I don't want to hire a pretty girl for the job to work on my husband. She's saying I never said that. I never responded to the message at all. I just ignored it. But, you know, me on a personal level, yeah, I think it's insecure. At the same time, I'm like, yeah. It's insecure, like, but that's her choice. But, yeah, and at the, at the same time, like, it's insecure, but you know what? That's your fucking house. Yeah, that's your house. Whatever house. you want to do in your house, none of my goddamn business. If we think it's insecure or corny, that's that's our opinion. But our opinion does not belong on your personal affairs. Yeah, that's your household. You, you don't know what goes on in their marriage. Yeah. Right. Now, that's another thing, too. And I feel like people love to throw the word insecure around, but don't want to say what brought you to that boat of being insecure. Right. She says straight up, my last husband, we got divorced because he cheated on me with uh, one of his friends and our babysitter. He fucked her and I also be shared. Yeah, so, so she, is, she, saw, she told him that, that grudge. Right. Now, you can say it's secure. Yeah, it is secure. But, but what her. led you to be insecure? Yeah, that happened. Do you have any evidence to prove that this should happen? Now, you can say, well, you know, that shouldn't hold a grudge with your new marriage. But unfortunately, you don't just drop shit like that when you get married again. 
it stays with you. So I, I fully... Pain is pain. So I'm not saying I approve of her decision, but I definitely understand her decision. And for them to bring that onto the national forefront like that and ambush her, it was some bitch ass. And you know what the fucked up part was? One of the dudes that ambushed her, one of the dudes, his wife called Aaron him out, calling him a bitch ass nigga for this shit. It was like, dude, this is backfiring at every cylinder. You was just a fucking clown for this shit. And that's why DJ every press uh, DJ Zamero, because his wife's calling all types of bitch ass niggas. DJ Zamero? <laughs> yeah, that's why he had to press him on the show, because she's putting that pressure in the household. Yep. That's what it was. He said that. He was like, yeah, you better, better go out and press this nigga. Yeah, she's like, yo, they can't talk no fly, fly shit about me. Pressing. Yeah. And, and you just don't know what's going on in, home, in the homes of people, man. And, and, and if you know somebody and if you're messing around with that, just know that what you're saying on a public platform could possibly affect how their, how their, the outcome of their marriage, the outcome of their personal life. So I, I just don't, Despite, you know, like you said, like, despite, you know, the ambush being wrong and that being wrong, I think that that's definitely more in the, it's, it's more wrong than, than like the Jesus Amaro and Envy situation because he didn't say anything. You know, what I mean? he didn't ambush Envy. He didn't say anything to... Even he didn't say anything to their marriage. He didn't even say she's only with you for the money. He yeah. said you know them DJ MVP. Yeah, but you can like it's one of the things you can't control how a person will react. You can't. Right. But at the same time, like we wouldn't have took it that way. But right. we, but we don't know what what he was hearing in the crib. Right. You can't control the way a person reacts. But at the same time, but once you do that, now it's just free game. Yeah. Now because I I can't control how you react, but I tell you like yo, since I think we're cool, I'm like yo, it was just a joke. It's a joke. Now, if you want to take it, and, and on top of that, if you're asking for an apology, I give you an apology. Yeah, at that point, it was all right. And then you walk away after I give you the apology, like you're pissed still. Yeah. It's like, yo, how you going to ask me for an apology that I really don't want to give you, but I give it to you because I understand the situation, the severity of the situation. So I understand, and I give you the apology, and then you don't accept it. You asked me for it. You said, I need an apology. I'm sorry. Yes, Fuck I'm that good. apology. You know what? I'll tell you straight up. That walking away and apologizing shit, it's a movie. And I handle every situation like that. Joe Pesci and motherfucking Goodfellas. That nigga said, go home and get your fucking shine box. Pesci said, motherfucker. He's like, you fucker, you, you fucking, you, you keep him there. Keep him there. Keep and he there. came back and killed that nigga. <laughs> Damn, you killing niggas now? Yo, listen. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he, he couldn't even Mar, say Mar, you a mafia dude? Don't like in real life. You like the movies. Goodfellas, one of the illest fucking movies ever. If you haven't seen it, Joe Pesci. That's the he said straight up like he said like I'm just busting your balls. What's the matter, Tom? He's like you know sometimes I don't think you're playing. You know it's like a lot, a lot of people around think you're really serious. You know I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry. Salute, yeah salute. They go over get your fucking sign box, motherfucker. <laughs> He said, keep him there. Keep him there. He came back and fucked this nigga up and Brady buried him. The bar him. was closing. He come around. The bar was closing. He slit his fucking throat, kicked his ass, and buried him in the forest. That's what I'm doing from now on. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> that, that got violent. As soon as, hear, as soon as you hear, as soon as you hear, I'm just playing tell. Yeah, it's cool. Motherfucker! And you just going to see fist. And hands and feet on Haas' fucking dumbass face. <laughs> 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 As you know, he's in a Schuylkill River. 
Well, you just you just. Cause he's, cause it's a nice day and he wants to go for a swim. And he's alive. Who's to I'm, I'm assuming that he wakes up after this dream. <laughs> <laughs> Circumstances are you gonna find me with anybody's hand and feet on me? I just wake up, just angry as I went to bed, motherfucker. <laughs> because we gonna cut all these mics off. <laughs> I love these, you, bro. You ain't gotta do this. We gonna cut these cameras off. Fuck all that shit. We love you. you that's the most illest interview in history. Talk, Kanye and Sway. Yeah, I I do kind of want somebody to come on this podcast and try to check me though. Not because I'm a tough guy, but because I love the ratings. I would love the views. Yeah, we so. never had nobody really. No, no, we never because everybody we brought on here, we're in good terms with. We're we're cool with. Like, we got mad love. Except for, for that boy, you got killed. Oh, oh, I didn't. First of all, wait, wait, wait. First of all, let me just wait, clarify. What? The boy from the KKK. I didn't get anyone uh, killed. Let's killed. get that straight. <laughs> wait, you, you want somebody up now? No. Yo, Sprat, <laughs> Sprat right, was so the one that st- picked it apart. He's like, yo, House got him killed, you know? <laughs> Sprat said, yo, he said, yo, the dude died. Sprat said, he found he was talking to House. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe, maybe that, yo, I, I did joke. I said maybe that was true. So, <laughs> that shit is true. So, all right, story time. Just real quick, in a nutshell, what they're talking about. So, y'all don't think I'm out here just, like, murdering, like, like. You got yes, the blicky, uh. Yeah. <laughs> the blicky, uh. uh. The stiffy, uh. <laughs> but no, what happened was we have we have some very special guests lined up for the second half of the uh, Glorious Bastards podcast season. Um, as we approach that season, I've been emailing back and forth with people. And in the beginning of the season, I was emailing this gentleman um, from the Ku Klux Klan. And... I was going to bring him on. I'm like, oh, man, this would be awesome, you know, and it will be great to have him on. He was emailing me back. He was all about it. He was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're going through the details and the, and the specifics, the logistics and all of that good stuff. And uh, I haven't – I sent him a couple emails. He didn't respond. And I'm like, this is odd because he didn't, you know, he would always respond to me. And come to find out, this man – was murdered by his wife and his son. Now, right. now, I found out that it was because he was he was abusing his wife and his son, or he was doing something at home. Everybody keeps saying that they found out he was emailing me, <laughs> and, they, they, and then they got upset with him, and they said, "Oh, you're trying to tell our secrets," and then they killed him. That's what happened. <laughs> so, I have nothing to do with this guy's. You kind of did the whole oh he's abusing this thing. That's an easy cover up for that. Yeah, maybe, but still, I have nothing to do with this. Directly. No, they got the blicky. Uh, um, oh shit, that's their problem. I don't know what their problem is, but they, you know, R.I.P. to that guy. Nah, just no, just a little nah, bit, nah. just a little bit. No, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah he was your friend, not ours. Yeah, yeah, just cause he was emailing me back. You know nah. what I'm saying? Fuck yeah, him. Fuck him. Yeah, I got more nigger. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he did not address me as nigger. Yeah. You know what's funny though? Good morning, nigger. <laughs> right before he died, he did a Netflix special with this black dude, the real Uncle Ruckus. And I'm watching, like, this nigga look familiar. I'm like, it's the boy Haas got killed, yo. <laughs> so he said, yo, he's dead. And all Spread said was, they found out he was talking to Haas. <laughs> <laughs> to piggyback, to, to, this is random, but to piggyback off of that, do y'all know that Dr. Uwa Johnson has like a three hour and 32 minute Fair review well. uh, of, of Black Panther? You serious? I swear yeah. to God. 
How Nobody's you, listening to Doctor. How can you review hours. a movie longer than the movie itself? Because he's Doctor he's Umar. He's Doctor Umar. He's, on, his, on, his, on his Instagram page, he wanted to do Black Panther two, Black Panther versus his made up superhero. Oh my God, no! I can imagine. It's probably called the. A- Ashy man. Oh, let's find this out. Hold on. <laughs> Probably call Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey School. What was that? Oh, yeah, what was that walrus? The the, uh, the Frederick the, Douglass Volta. Marcus Garvey <laughs> School for Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, him and Tariq Nasheed need to rumble. <laughs> That's another two people I would love to see a celebrity box. The whole type beefs of the shit. Hotel Yo, beefs, hotel beefs shit. the shit, man. Listen, they're like, don't give, don't give energy to that negative shit. Nah, I'm like, y'all give it. energy to all these white people saying all this wild shit, all these white people doing black dances and appropriating the culture. Y'all posting it all on y'all page. Y'all give traffic to all that shit. You ain't gonna give traffic to two black people, really. And then you talking about don't give that energy. We don't need that type of energy. But y'all showing all of these white people all on y'all page. Appropriating the culture. Like, Appropriating. Yeah, I'm saying. Don't like, come on, man. Oh, no. But, uh, but at any rate. Yo, at, just on um, two quick side pieces just to throw. Because we're on a nice little roll of just trying to recap a lot of shit. We ain't been in the ant basement in a while. Using up his utilities. Jesus Christ. Uh, TV-wise, two shows that I wanted to bring up. That are just fucking amazing. And I haven't talked about. We talked about Game of Thrones and Walking Dead and all that shit. Uh, first of all, This Is Us has not been spoken about on this show at all. That's probably the I don't want to speak about really? that. Really? This is us? I, I don't think we ever. This Is Us. It makes I don't me think, I don't think I finished it. I, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm catching up on season two. If you haven't watched This Is Us, it's probably it's probably the. the you, you finished it, Mark? Uh, I'm in the middle of season two. This Is Us. Sterling Brown is like the best TV actor. Yo, Sterling Brown <laughs> is the man, but the boy that played Kevin started shining too. Yo, in Justin scene. Hartley is an amazing actor. The boy that plays well, Kevin, yes, Duh, yeah. So name. Sterling Brown got his he got his Emmy this year, right for for that role. I yes, think. he did get his Emmy, and he deserved an Emmy. Um, Kevin Peterson's performance and the shit that he Kevin goes who? Through. What did you say? Kevin Pearson. I'm sorry, good catch. Kevin Pearson's uh. performance is ridiculous in this season, and um. It's one of them shows that if you're one of them niggas listening like, man, watching that. Go ahead and watch it and cry in front of your girlfriend. Watch it with your box of Kleenex and your fucking blanket it's the man had made you, It's going to get you some good sex at the end of the night. It's going to get you some good money <laughs> after you cry in front of your woman so she got to console you. Because it's one of them shows. It breaks you down. The ant's chuckling because he ain't watched it yet. He talked about it. He did talk about it. I'm looking for it, dog. I want to watch it. You're going to watch it. You're going to laugh at it. You're going to love that cry you get out. Yeah, you gonna love how you just love the tears flowing. I'm not good. You sound like you're raping me, fam. What's up with you? Because this is us. This is us has raped my soul. Whoa, Whoa this, is, this is us. This is us. <laughs> <laughs> episode one, I fell in love with okay. the Pearson family. To episode whatever the yeah, fuck I'm on this? Huh? Whose man's is this? This is, um, this, 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 this is our man. This is us. <laughs> this is our man? What are you, scissor? So this, this is our <laughs> My man is cartel, is cartel. <laughs> and the second show, which is completely opposite of This Is Us, that I got to give kudos to, which has been out for a while, is 30 for 30. 30 for 30 on ESPN will make you give a fuck. <laughs> Elijah's so late. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Have you ever watched 30 for 30? Yo, he's so Which late. Which one? Yo, like. No, wait. So, he's the so reason, late, yo. The reason, no. So, like I said, it's been out for, the, it's been out for like five fucking years now. Yo, what's 30 for 30? 
Are you talking about? Like so it's a specific one I've watched. <laughs> I watched the XFL one that everybody said, "Yo, you gotta see." I watched the Ric Flair one. I watched oh, the um, man. my favorite one was the Benji episode. I watched the uh, Lem Bias John. The you one like six seasons of that shit, right? Yeah. No, it's, I think it's going on five now. Yeah, but you like naming ones from the earliest. No, it's not start playing catch up. But the one that sold me was the Eddie I Kyle story. You see that one? I have not seen that. So that's why I brought up 30 for 30. 30 for 30 has proven that it can bring up a sport that I never gave a fuck about and like make me want to spend all my money on this shit. Like rugby? It was surfing. Hawaiian surfing. Yeah. And they, and they talked about how surfing started in Hawaii and the culture of it and how it got appropriated by like Australians and people coming there to the island. Then they brought up Eddie Aikau. Eddie Aikau was this dude that would literally... Go out to a fucking tsunami with a surfboard and just ride the goddamn waves. He was a legend, and not to give too much away, but his story kind of ended with tragedy and mystery. After I watched that episode, I'm like, God damn, I think I feel like I know. Wait, was he on like a whole bunch of drugs? No, not that I know of. He was, he was pretty sober. But they even said at one point, the Australians were like saying like, yeah, the Hawaiians, they think they know surfing. We're the new surfers. All white dudes. And the Hawaiians said, y'all got to come to this conference. No, I'll show you, like, dude, like, why? He said, because your life is at stake. They're having a fucking trial. Hawaiians don't play that shit. They had a trial about killing that nigga in a hotel that night. And he had to go to defend himself or he was going to die. So Eddie Alcala defended him, saying, like, listen, let's not kill him. Let him serve. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so. Niggas, yeah. niggas don't stop thinking Hawaiian people are sweet. <laughs> so if you haven't caught up on This Is Us, which is two seasons in. Wait, definitely, what? This Is Us. Yeah. How are you going to say. <laughs> well, and if you, weave, if you haven't <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to watch 30 for 30 just click on any fucking episode they're 90% yeah. are pretty fucking dope yeah I agree with that This Is Us by the way is like like it's I watched no, I'm, I've watched it like I've been keeping up with it second second season is amazing um, second the season writing, so far is even better than the, the first season. the writing on it is just flawless. so it's flawless incredible um, anything below flawless is given it an understatement it's fucking flawless it's me the, the writing is so incredible because the writing it well, leaves you it leaves you like the thing is about This Is Us is like every time it leaves you with so many questions you know what I mean so I, it's one of them shows that I have no problem, honestly, shedding a thug tear too, man. Like I've I've watched This Is Us and I've been like, damn, and like the little subtle moments. Yeah, you know if you what haven't I mean? cried to This Is Us, then yeah. I question your like yeah, humanity. I question your soul. You better be like Reef and not have no glands or something. And, and I was why, having, why are you making you it? You don't sweat. So because Reef doesn't sweat. So you if you sweat, I don't sweat. I, I, I seen him sweat. Twice. I don't sweat life. I don't sweat bitches. You know what I mean? You gonna sweat? This is us. <laughs> I've watched it I've cried so this is us you should get eyes sweated at least alright so cool yeah, yeah. but yeah this is like wait have cried that show this I haven't cried because I fought that shit harder than the because I was like literally at work in front of a bunch of nicks man I can't do this now I just can't do this <laughs> now nah, well I didn't like full on cry I shit that bitch ass tear you know the, yeah, the one, one singular, the one singular drum. tear to the Native American dude yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean if you're like if you're like ugly face Trey songs, your side of the bed crying, <laughs> then I question you. I'm gonna be like, yo, cuz you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> yo, cuz like, uh, so you should have the, at least. I should be able to look at you, and you should be sitting there with your eyes wide open, afraid to blink because you know the tear going to come down. You shouldn't be sitting there like I mean, in the corner like crying over it, like bawling. Did but you explain how Jack died yet? I uh, have yes. 
I, I know. I'm not caught up. I know what happens. I don't know the specifics. I'm trying to. So you know. So but you I know that the fire aware. in the house and everything is. You can cut this part. I don't want to spoil it for nobody. I know what the fire in the house and they go back in for the dog. Oh, I don't know the specifics. I, I want to see it. Unfold. Yeah, yeah. Of course, this is us always throws little. I know it's. I know it's like curveballs and shit. Yeah. I, I just say, so you probably went in and didn't die in the fire. Okay. It probably came out. And, and got, got hit by a Mack truck or some or shit. Or got like a heart attack. Or right. Smoke or some shit. So I don't. Oh, yeah. So on. I know that there was a fire in the house because <laughs> of the, the the slow cooker, and then he went back in for the dogs. And I told him, I said, "Yo, don't tell me no." Because I know this show. Even when it don't throw curveballs, when it shows you what really happens, it's like y'all yeah, cut all this out. You just enjoy watching it because it's like, damn, that was deep. Oh, yeah. No, nah, it's, it's it's fucking. It's and you and they make you fall in love with them cat. So we can cut back in. And I feel like certain shows come back in where right now. Yeah, right, right now. Hold That's on, the... just give me a second, then, because you, I ain't going. I like to see it. Hold on. Oh yeah, right. <coughs> Welcome to the. Hey, you're tra- <laughs> yo, you're I trash. I love doing that shit. You are sorry. trash. All right, but he sees where it's at. So, we're a great. We're a great time though. We're so, like under an hour. So sorry. So yeah, I feel like it's, it's um, and somebody was saying, like, what's the best shows on TV?" I said, "My favorite. I'm a Game of Thrones guy." But I said. The best, I said it's easy to have a show. It's not easy, but it's one thing to have a show to make you say, oh shit, I gotta see what happens next. It's another show to have you fucking open this shit about the ball out crying, you gotta fight emotion. I ain't never got fucking emotional on Game of Thrones, nigga. I just got excited. I got emotional during the Red Wedding. But see, I knew it was gonna happen because of the book. I didn't read the book. Most of the emotional I got on Game of Thrones might have been nothing, actually. I, I, I was joking, but that's the last thing I seen. You know, oh. I did cry watching Collateral Beauty. Um, Collateral Beauty was dog. That shit was an emotional roller coaster. I was like, whoa, was was yeah. I never saw that. When they got to that climax, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think I've um, I think that Walking Dead is taking my soul as it is. So I'm just kind of yeah, like I'm all aware. cried out. Well, not cried out, but like I like all emotioned out with Walking Dead because it's like, cause, what more can you do to me? What more do you want from me? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I I can actually because I'm, I just I, all of these shows I started falling in love with. I can give you like with Game of Thrones. I just love the storytelling and the build up. Even though it's kind of falling apart now because of their funding, but the build up of each character individually to me was just crazy. Game Walking, of, you know what Game of Thrones fucked up? You know what Game of Thrones fucked up? And this is coming from somebody who hasn't <laughs> seen more than season one, right? Not even the whole season one. Um, Game of Thrones fucked up when they decided at the height of what they're doing to announce what they're going to do after uh, Game of Thrones goes off. When they announced their new series, that's when they yeah. kind of fucked up because you should have just left that alone until you were done, Game of Thrones. They uh, about the whole Confederate, Confederate. situation. That was uh, um, and it was so crazy. I want to see that, John. Wait, what is it? <laughs> it, it to be, I'm going to be real Wait, with what, you. Wait, what's the premise of the show? It's, it's the, the Confederate Army would have won. Would've right, won so it's in 2018, 19, 2020, but the Confederates won, so black people are a commodity. Oh, that's kind of dope. A resource versus... That intrigues me. It, yeah, it, that's and, like it, the, and it does. That's like the show in the history channel. That, but the issue that, is... Um, Nazis would have won. And, and, that's, and that's a dope-ass... I've, I've stood by that concept. It's a dope fucking concept. The issue is, y'all not black, 
if a black person did it, it probably wouldn't be taken bad. On top of that, y'all had a show that really had, like, no black folks. So it could be said that y'all are not really ready to portray blacks in any kind of sympathetic or good but light. One, but one of the writers... The one of the writers is they, they yes. brought yeah they brought black writers I'm on not, board. I'm not going to talk show. too much. I did start a script for something that's kind uh, of um, now I'm not going to give a spoiler, but I did start a script for something kind of like that. Too late, stolen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got to say for me. Even, even even if I say like you you wouldn't be able to steal it because I didn't give you the time. Frame no, somebody can steal it. Nope, too late. See, what's interesting is it's a show on Hulu. It's called uh, Love. Twenty the, the, the JFK joint. Yes. And that shit was good. Yes. And I'm a big James Franco fan, by the way. So am I. Wait, that's uh, the one who goes back in time? Because yeah, yeah, that shit was uh, <laughs> We used to watch Pineapple Black Express Black. together all the time. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was amazing. <laughs> I synced it. <laughs> but uh, another good show to check out is The Path. That's Path. another Hulu show. Yo, it's, th this isn't like 19... That's the show with Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. I actually like, like him a little bit. He plays a cult leader. It's really good. It's really good. The thing, up the, uh, the third thing about the last four or five years that I feel like it's not like it was in the 90s. Back in the 90s, it was like, yo, this show, check it out. All right, cool. You finished that. This other show just came out. Nowadays, people realize how much money is in TV. It's like 20 shows at any given time. It's so hard to play catch up. Like, if I say right now, this is us, it's probably somebody listening saying, oh, what's that? Like, as crazy as that might sound, Think of all the, just superhero shit alone in the movies and the TV show. Like, people are saying, you ready for Infinity Wars? I said, dude, the last superhero film I watched, other than Black Panther, was Iron Man 3. Oh, well, if you go to AMC right before Infinity Wars comes out. They're doing the marathon thing? Yeah, 31 hours. I gotta, I gotta catch up. I haven't seen Ragnarok. That might be one of the best ones. That shit was hilarious. I ain't seen Spider-Man Homecoming. Doctor Strange. I haven't seen Ant Man. Yo, yo, yeah, come on. Yeah, you trash. I did. <laughs> Ant, -Man. Ant Man's actually in the. I knew room. that was good. Yo, you I trash. Yo, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Trouble, like, that can't be said without me saying something. <laughs> That's like your call. I was hyped as shit when that movie came out. Uh, you gonna see part two? Ant Man you're, you're, you're two. Ant Man well, two. It's not the second part of my life. It's not when Trenton came. He said, "You gave her wings and blasters." Oh, well, you guys didn't have the technology when you made my costume. Yeah, yeah we had yeah. the technology. Like, what? Like, you didn't give me that shit? He gave him the motherfucker face. The, well, I guess we're just like all off record because we walked away and we don't have Ayla to replace him. But the, um, that Infinity Wars trailer, the second one, looks crazy as fuck. I, I got chills. You see it? Yo. Haas, you see it? Um, I don't think I've seen Mar, it. Mar, you see that shit? What? Infinity Wars, the second trailer. I honestly don't pay attention to Super So. I said the same as that. I, I'm I don't super, know anything about it. it, it, it they bombarded me too much. Like, yeah, I care about Black Panther and Deadpool. You're not a comic book person. I am, but I just said that you're oversaturating it. I can't care enough or pay this much money to see all these movies. Well, it's, it's the moneymaker. Yeah, so it's, it's their cash cow. And every every generation has that. Like, it was World War II movies at one point, yeah. action movies at it one point, phases. karate movies, now it's superhero. But... There was the one scene, like, after, like, the whole, you know, coming soon thing, the little scene after that, it was Spider-Man meeting Doctor Strange. I was cracking the fuck up. It was like, hi, I'm Peter. Oh, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Well, then I am Spider-Man. <laughs> no, you know, Park Avenue's freaking Thanos with a hand about to crush cap and shit. He, you see, they, 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 they put that with One Punch Man grabbing his hand smiling. <laughs> I think um, Cap might die. He probably is. 
Yeah, he dies in a real storyline. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man died in a real storyline. Yeah, I think Iron Man's gonna die. I think Iron Man's gonna die this movie. Well, I don't know. They they might they might keep him. No, in the real story, he killed everyone. I've tossed it up between Iron Man and Cap. I, I think they're I both think dying. It, I'm I saying in the part two. I'm saying like I think he might oh, die. In the part two, I think I, they're not gonna kill both of them in the same movie. Well, they said that. What they are? Because you can said Chris Evans' contract is up. But I said I don't think they're gonna do another Iron Man movie because they're kind of tanking. And I said on top of that, how longer is he gonna do this? He probably wants to do other shit. He wants to move on. So if I had to put money on it, I would put it on them two. But it goes into the Walking Dead when you said keep watching. When they said if they kill Abraham, I'm turning it off. I'm gonna talk about him. I think Vision's gonna die, but I feel like it's not a big enough name. We gotta kill somebody else. So they wanna do Vision like Abraham and then Cameron Iron Man will get the fucking Glenn treatment. Yeah. No, he's like in the, if, if I if I was if that's how I would do, I would give it the Walking Dead and well, treatment. If they go by the storyline of the book, like he he basically killed everybody. So You wanna talk about fucking flawless? Nigga, that episode of Walking Dead was fucking perfect. I haven't seen the Walking Dead whatsoever. Nigga, my I've never seen The Walking Dead. I've yeah. only yeah. seen two, three episodes. What? That's only maybe two episodes. Who the fuck? So all this time, me and him been talking, y'all never, none of y'all. Nah. We've, I've said this on, on plenty of times. Yeah. Here's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Only time I seen it was over Hot House. Yeah, it comes on a bad day. But he showed me the first and second episode, then I seen like the first episode. I, the so like, season I seen, seven. I've seen season three with Hot's mom, and then I haven't seen anything else. Yeah. Walking Dead fucked up too much with me, and it's 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 that. It's a thin line you gotta walk with this type of thing, huh? Thin line between love and hate. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. When I introduce Negan, you gotta be careful of how you bring a villain. I've always said Walking Dead needs that quintessential villain. Think about a villain is you can't make him that intriguing, that much more lovable to me, to the point where he's all I give a fuck about. Like Dark Knight, give a fuck about that movie. All I care about is the Joker. He was the second best villain in that series. Well, see, the thing is, people still care about Daryl in The Walking Dead, though. Yeah, I guess. Because people always, there's, always there's legitimately shirts that say, if Daryl dies, we, we die. We right. And I get that. But I know whenever I ask you, like, what happened? I ask, what happened with Negan? I don't give a fuck. All I care mm. about, I am, like, such a Negan groupie at this point. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately. So you suck his dick for $5,000? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, think it's, <laughs> I think at this point, though, with The Walking Dead, um, they need to, and I won't get too much into it because you know me, I'll get all into the shit, but they need to just go ahead and wrap it up. As much as I love The Walking Dead, they need to just go ahead, wrap it up because we're on season eight now. Um, I think by 10, you need to just go ahead and just give her, because at this point now, now, I don't know where they're going because the, the, comic, books, yeah, the comic books are just... Just sh- fuck the comic books at this point because you killed Carl. Like, how do you kill Carl? You get what I'm saying? And really, Carl's dead. Yeah. Like my thing Carl's is this. Dead. My thing is with with that is I think that that happened because of some kind of personnel issue. I think I don't think Chandler Riggs was ready to get off the show. He said he wasn't. But he ended up being pushed off the show by Scott Gimple and. Uh, Scott Kimple wants to do this crazy or oh, I'm going to write the craziest like curveball and it backfired because people are like you killed Carl cuz like Carl is like that's Rick's son bro like now it's like what is what's going to happen but I do kind of see where it's going I see where the comic books going to intertwine with it I see but after that it's time to go ahead wrap it up 
just if you want to go on this crazy curveball, write the entire tenth season, ninth season, do something crazy. Tenth season. If anybody, you need to kill Rick before you kill Carl. That's what I. You know what I'm saying? You kill Rick. You kill the main character and have Carl step up and step up. But you you don't kill. When they kill Carl, I said I have no clue as to where the fuck. Because it's like all my theories are out of the window. They were based around Carl. One-eyed young bull. Yeah, because the thing is, that's who you fight for. That's who he's fighting for. He, this whole thing was about his son. This whole thing was about making a better life for his son and his family to live in. And that was the last person that he had. So now you kill him. Michonne is like, shit, I don't give a shit. Deny Guerrero. She's, she's like, I don't so give a shit because fun. she's like, I'm going to just ride this out because I already got me money in the bank with Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, she's probably like, yeah, I'm going to just ride this out oh, for she like catch, another season. She's catching the Marvel checks now. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to ride this out for another season or two. I'm the general... Over on Black Panther, like and she the finest woman on this planet. Yeah, the general of Wakanda, like you, you don't need Walking Dead checks anymore. She might so, get killed in this movie too. She might. She might. Well, there's a lot of deaths gonna happen in, in the Avengers movie. I, I can't wait for that shit. That shit comes out what May? No, yeah. April twenty seventh. Holy shit! April twenty seventh. Oh, 27? your man's made out. Deadpool uh, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that, that cool. shit was crazy. What did, what did I say, Spread? That. Uh, Oh, that's lit. That April 27th. That's going to take all our money because it's Avengers, Star Wars. Deadpool, and the Han Solo movie. And I can see the Han Solo movie because he, he took the one for Orlando to come back. Piece of shit. <laughs> Yo, when does that movie, what's that, Player One? Ready Player One? That shit's horrible reviews. Really? They are killing that. Damn. It's on Spanish. I still want to watch it. No, it looked dope because I wanted to see it. But I'm like, I hear how bad it is. It might get downgraded. Yo, it might be getting that Bright treatment, though. Yo, Bright wasn't bad. Yo, Bright wasn't bad. Bright was a good-ass movie. I, the way I broke yeah, down yo, Bright, yo. I said that Bright was a great concept attached to an okay movie. I didn't really enjoy Bright. Yo, Bright was a good movie. Good, yo. I thought Bright was good. I like, thought it was an okay movie. I don't think it was like amazing, but I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. That was a great concept to an okay movie. I'm like, I'd watch it again, definitely. Well, it's on cable TV now, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel I mean, like on, on, on I just feel like people were just waiting to ambush so, this movie. So here's my take on Bright. I don't know if this is all included in or not, but I saw Bright and I saw the reviews, and I think that a lot of people either a are just really fuck Will Smith at this Oscar protest or whatever with his wife. Um, B they just saw all the Black Lives Matters and liberal rhetoric in it, and they got turned off by it. And just started protesting it because they were just offended. And they didn't want to admit they were offended. On top of that, it was a Netflix film. It's not like you're trying to bash a film in the theaters. You're trying to bash a film that anybody with a fucking account can go home and just click two buttons and watch. So how do you get people to not watch it? You gotta bash it crazy. But you still watched it. But the thing was though, it wasn't even it was the reviews of it. Like, if people hated Black Panther, let's say, they would say it was unamusing, overhyped, yada yada. But bright, people were saying like it was a, a, a travesty to the eyes, and it was just the most. <laughs> yeah, like they were going man. so over the fucking top. I went to the reviews just to laugh at the words they were using to describe it, and I said, "Y'all going this hard because I know how accessible it is." Because you know what? Anybody can go home and just click a handful of buttons and boom, there it is on your TV Shit, if, or your if, phone. If, it, if it's on Netflix, it's a, it's a new movie. It's going to be right there. Yeah. I think Bright was... Sh- I, and not to get into no fucking conspiracy. I think it was sabotaged. Critics were sabotaging Bright. It was not... 
I don't think it was even a bad movie. Everybody asked myself, I think it was a great concept attached to an okay movie. The film was, you know, kind of like a training day meets World of Warcraft meets. There wasn't nothing too crazy. It was the training film. day meets Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but the concept was crazy. The concept was good. The concept is what got me. The movie was good, but the concept is what drew me in. Like, yo, so really, all of this unicorn warlock shit was really real. But it happened a thousand years ago when it's kind of like a legend. But the Jews are now the elves. Blacks are orcs. And just humans are police. <laughs> and it was pretty much a Black Lives Matters rhetoric. And I think people just got offended by it and they sabotaged Alright. So, would you rather sacrifice your life to save 10,000 people? Nope. 10,000 people that you know no, I'm just saying, 10,000 people that you know or remotely know, like people that can affect you directly, right? Like or classmates and right? right, right. Like, like your school, shit like that. Like Neighbors. So would you risk your life to save 10,000 people? Is and that... you're dead, you're dead. Or would you rather be alive and everybody know that you could have saved them 10,000 people, but you didn't. I'd rather be alive. Uh, how cl how close, how close alive. am I to them 10,000 people? Is yeah, it like you, y all? you know them? Is it like y'all? Like, put it like this. Put it like this. I'd say a good thousand of them. You like, yo, like you know them. But is it like y'all? It ain't your best friends, but like, you know them. You know them in passing. You probably you don't. Know, you know them in passing. So, you may have hung out with them. You but know them as much as... Yeah, I get why you're asking me. <laughs> but the way I'm feeling about a lot of these fucking Facebook rants and shit... I'm going to say, because if it ain't y'all, then... Uh, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. No, but I'm saying, and that caveat is a thousand of them are people that you directly know. Mm. And about 500 of them are people that are close to you. Mm. So would you... Would you Risk your life to save? Would you not risk your life? Would you I sacrifice got a good thing your going life here in my life? So, would you sacrifice <laughs> your life? You're dead, but ten thousand people are alive because of you, and all of them, you know, directly or indirectly. How many of them retweeted my shit? Man, listen, they dying. Right, now you're they dying. They right. fucking dying. Fucking or, with me. Or would you be alive and and everybody knows? I mean, everybody. They can know. Everybody knows. And then the thing is, the people that know might be related to these people. They might be like, you know what I mean? They might be the parents of friends of yours. See, we would have made this crazier if he was like, what do you say, 10,000? 10,000 10, people, 500 you know, two are in this room. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's add that caveat. No, let's, let's, let's not, not add that caveat. No, let's add that caveat. Because then I'm dying. No, let's add that caveat. You know what? Shit. I don't know if I'm dying or not. Put it like this. If we go with that second stipulation, two are in this room, then I want to die. I'm going to die. Why? I have an obligation to die for any one of you in this room. That's the only reason. Do now, you, you're a parent. Do you really have an obligation? True. Yes, yes true. because you can't say, yo, oh, we off the hook. We off the hook. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know at least two of y'all oh, parents. One I, have to, one I have to fucking die for. It's my job. Regardless if I do it or not. Or, I have or to. you could die because I'm here. And yeah, and if I die. I'm, I'm the, I'm so the guy. Yeah, but you could be. Like, if he lives, he'd be one in two days to just take out. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, Fact. if there are people that I... Don't, just the people at my job or co-workers or schoolmates, I feel like this. Y'all going to die. And I don't care if the whole world knows it because if I die for you and I'm gone forever from my family, all you're going to do 
is post a fucking Facebook status or two. If I do live and y'all all die and everybody's mad, all the world's going to do is post a fucking Facebook status or two. So all I got to do is unplug. And I don't give a fuck about my decision. Facts. <laughs> when it comes to y'all, it's like, how are you going to explain to Adrian that Trenton's father's gone? Like, I don't fucking know. How do you want to explain to this nigga over here that you went to school with, his father's gone? I'm not. I'm not. Fuck him and his dead. I'm not. Well, if we're, if we're going on with the first caveat, in the words of the immortal Ivan Drago, if they die, they die. But we're going to use the second caveat. I got die, they die. I mean, if they, fuck them. But the second caveat, I got to just end it and shit. Here you go, man. How do you want to explain to... Junior calling on that Mark calling on is dead. I don't know. How do you explain that Bocephus is father of Bocephus? He'll figure it out like Kill Bill. When you're old enough, come for me. So, Reef, what you doing? You, you, motherfuckers is dying. 10,000 motherfuckers. Right, I'm niggas dying. Niggas dying, dog. Everybody dying. All right. I'll. 10,000 motherfuckers is dying. But I'll I'll die I'll die with the the caveat that it yeah if it's two the, people in a the room then it I'm depends dying. on the two people in the room it's crazy as that sounds it depends on the two people. <laughs> hey, it's crazy it depends on no, the two I'm, I'm people in the room one. now the reason I say that I thought you were allowed to know with the other caveat. What? You won't allow people are. You you're not allowed to know. You just oh, know that Bob is close to you with ten thousand people. Ah uh, yeah. Well in that case it's it's hard because it's like, yo, I want my homies to live for their kids. So I would say like, yo, if it was like Aunt and Mar, I'd be like, Alright, fuck it. Like you get what I'm saying? Cause I be like, well, they I want them to live for their kids. I don't like my caveat no more. I'm saying <laughs> Yo, see, you didn't see yourself. <laughs> I did. But I don't know, yeah. But it's like, damn, if it's gonna be two niggas in this room, I would just have to pray that it was like spread and reap as terrible as it sounds. That's terrible. That's crazy. Wait, how, how don't you know Yo. I might have a kid on the way? Shit. Yo, oh shit. We're trying to break some new sauce no. on the low. No, no. no. <laughs> if anything, if anything's fake, she'll be like, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Spratch I'll break some news on the podcast. Not this at all. Crazy. First of all, if if I had like me and Reef are are assuming because we have kids and shit. But listen, I gotta survive out here. I hear you. So yeah, that's my I guess I guess it's unanimous, I guess, right? No, because I would die for ten thousand people. You would die for ten thousand? Because yeah, ten thousand people. That's that, that it's that's a lot kind of lies. A lot I think of I think I think more kind of got the magnitude. Us being bastards, we were just were like, yeah. Fuck <laughs> no, no, but I'm, like, I'm you know what you know what. Mar was like, yo, that's ten thousand lies. Know, you know what? I'm gonna have to be responsible for that. I'm living now. No, I'm fine with that. But the ten thousand, right? That that brings on the population a little bit. Earth is happier. Yeah, but everybody also it also oh, fucks you. But also it also but the thing is it's not about love. it's not like this sure it's a it's about the fact that everybody knows. So now it, it affects the way people treat you. It affects the way that like if you're trying to maneuver with do certain shit, people know like yo, that's the dude that let ten thousand people die. Yep. So I guess I get why Mar did it well, because he understood. Exactly. Well, like, I, I don't that's, really give a fuck if like 
Well, it's not, not, not necessarily you know, like, yo, with care they, about the finger pointing. Yeah, not, no, but it's not necessarily finger pointing. I'm talking about people that have power. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about yeah. people pointing finger. I don't give a fuck yeah. about that. I'm talking about like motherfuckers who be like, look, oh, you did that? Oh, okay. And they got power to actually impact your life. But They you got, got power to be fucking with you. They got power to be like vandalizing your shit, kicking you out your neighborhood and shit like that. Like, well, your life is in danger now because... You let 10,000 people die. Would you want to live that life versus not living a life at all? So it's like, I'm talking about like that. Not like niggas just going, I can't believe it. I'm talking about niggas like, like, you know, burning crosses on your lawn. Motherfuckers not getting, motherfuckers not giving you jobs. You getting fired. Shit like that. Like where people really can really fuck with your life and flip your life upside down. That was my... That was the point of it. Oh. To understand. Not just people just knowing. Like, these are people that can affect your life. Like, you let 10,000 people die. I want to. I'm still don't give a fuck. Still, yeah, give a fuck. yeah I oh. get it. I get it. So, we're all in the same boat. I don't want that many motherfuckers. Yeah, at this point, if it's not y'all, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, my, my circle's gotten so Damn. small. That's age, man. Yeah. <laughs> we old. So we old. It's like only about a good and le- legitimately family included. It's about only about thirty other people alive on this planet that I would put in this room and say like, "Yo, okay, I got an obligation to die for you." Other than that, nah, I'll be upset. But, damn, you're what I'm saying, 30, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, we don't. We no, don't I'm saying you're doing high, but we don't know. We can't necessarily gauge, nor do we have the control over who can affect our lives. Right. Um. We might think that. That's the point of it. Like, all oh, like... We might think, oh, I know who controls... Nah, we, we don't. We don't. There are people that come out of the blind side of us and can affect... Mm. That can affect your son. And you have no clue, nor no control over, no anything over. It just happens. And you're like, holy shit. And now you're dealing with it on the back end. Like, you're trying to react to it versus be proactive. So it's like... And that was my whole thing. That's, that's the issue that I have is that you never know. So if I'm gone, I'm leaving it up to chance. I'm not leaving my son up to fucking chance. Well, no, you're leaving it up to me. Because I... I, up, <laughs> I told you. You're going to pop that school. I, I have my angry juice. <laughs> it, it could be 10,000. Like, within that 10,000 people, those, at least somebody within that 10,000 affects my son a certain way. And I would rather... Lose myself than to risk how that person could affect his future. I don't know, niggas. Out of everybody in this room, you got the worst guy five because your son's going to be like, my dad's gone. I probably was like, what's your name again, mister? And I'm just like, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you might want to stay alive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ha-ha. It's his eye. Come with me, whatever you Come with me, little it is dead I, guy, guy son. So anybody got any more questions? Anybody got any I got, I got a real quick question. Yeah, I don't know how questions. we all have time. We but I, I was actually going to the show off with this, but I was driving um, somewhere. I was behind a wheel, and my girlfriend wasn't fucking in my fucking ear on the phone. So I had a moment to myself, because she does that. And I, uh, I thought to myself, I want a trip for four people to Orlando or Vegas anytime, I, anytime that I choose as long as I book it before March of next year and I was like yo what if what if you found a trip somewhere 
And it was like a beautiful fucking island. That's the only thing. It's beautiful as shit. Got a great view. Nice parties. Great music. We're all in relationships here. Even you, Reef, for this question. <laughs> We're all in relationships. Yeah. What if you found like a great resort for you and your three homies to go to? But the only thing about it is you look at the fine print and you have the money for it and you read that this, the, 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 the vacation is men only. What? Like, it's just a whole resort of niggas? It's just all men on this resort. You're in a relationship and you're going to a resort with all men. Would you still go? No. <laughs> that's, no. that's the answer I needed first. Let's go. That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. I'm, 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 I'm good. I don't want to be around niggas like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Doesn't that logic? We're all in committed it, relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like despite the fact that I got a girl and all yeah, of that. Yeah, we I'm, can't touch nothing. I just, like, I just, I can't be around that much testosterone. <laughs> yeah, I just don't because I just no. No, like no. Especially, it's like going to an all boys school for me personally. I just it's can't like, do it. It's like, it's like if it's especially it's like it's gonna be groups of niggas and I don't like groups of niggas. It's gonna be groups of white niggas and then I don't like <laughs> of white niggas. It's gonna be groups of Asians, but they pretty much cool. And it's, I just, no, I'm cool on that. No, Mar, how long is this trip? We'll say <laughs> seven days. Is it all inclusive? Yeah, that's a good one. He's a Is it all inclusive? All inclusive. That's all I would go. I would go. I would Damn. Go. Because son. I would take the chance that a lot of other people are not going. And I can leave the resort. No, it's a full resort. It's like on some Cancun shit, but it's all just niggas. Yeah, but I'm saying I can leave the resort. You can leave the resort, yeah. You can okay, leave the resort. There women there. But, but, but here's the thing, though. If it's, in if this it's, situation, you can't find women. No, the thing is, like, <laughs> if you go... If you, <laughs> no, the thing is, if you go to a lot of them all-inclusives, they're in areas where they say you should not leave the resort. Which is fine by me. I'll take it. Leave the resort! That's what I'm about to say, because in Mexico, they cut your head off. In Mexico, they cut your head off, so... I died for 10,000 people already. I mean... Yo, he lied. He did die for 10 stacks. That's fake. He died yeah, for Andre I'm going, three stacks. I'm going. Worth. I'm going. I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm going. I go all man, uh, all male resort. What's your reason for not going? My reason for not going is honestly because I want to. I want to like communicate with people, and I just feel like I don't want. And this is assuming that all the men. This all is, the this waiters, is, I wish I could ask this question with gay women. Like, well, why? Why can't you communicate with men? Because you're testosterone. Like, bitch, I just, just calm the fuck. I don't, I don't want <laughs> bitch, just calm the fuck. I like, 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 that looks like Manny Fresh and Young M.A. over here. Like, why? Because you're toxic masculinity? You can't, you can't. I'm like, but y'all women, y'all hate being around each fucking other. I don't want. Bottom line is, it comes down to choice and discretion. So even if you had your hypothetical woman that you get mad at every time you bring her up, he gets hypotheticals. He's the only person that makes a hypothetical person and gets angry. <laughs> he gets at angry them. at the hypothetical. Yes. <laughs> I am. I will. But, I will, I will but the, point the, the point of the matter is, like, no, nah, I, would, I would absolutely not. Because I just don't. I don't want to. I need some estrogen around me. Like, I just do. Like, I have a lot of women friends. And I just don't feel like I want to go. Not because I want to fuck 
another woman or be with another woman or nothing. But just because I don't feel as though I need to be around uh, an entire resort full of men. We're in pools and it's just men. Like, I do like some eye candy. And I mean, every that's woman that's every true. woman that's going to, like, all of our girlfriends are like, what? Like, okay, would you just go to a thing where, would you go to a beach and it's just full all of women? women? No, because you're a woman and you still like men. So it's like, I would assume that my girl still likes to look at men. Like, you don't have to be actually fucking them or talking to them, but... I would think that you would like to look at them and because it's aesthetically pleasing to you. So therefore, I like to look at women like like being on a beach and it's just all of us. It's just balls and just men. That's just not even fun. I don't know. Like, you know. I don't know why on your beach it's like everybody got Speedos on. Speedos on a hairy chest. Yeah, your beach is very unique. Everybody's like fucking Rick Rude on your beach, yo. There's a sign outside his beach that just says no balls, no entry. This Rick Rude nigga's like, it's Ernest. Yeah, but that's my that's my explanation. I just feel like there should be women around to look at. At least just to be in the area. It makes you feel better. The women women bring an energy. You know what I mean? Plus, I think one of the most, one of the biggest reasons for me is just like the, the opportunity for bullshit is higher. It's just a bunch of men who are now disgruntled because there's no There's women. no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many egos? How many yeah, egos and alcohol? Like yeah, there's so and, much weight. Yo, that, that's going to be a fight. Bullshit, yo. That, egos and alcohol fight. and balls. Like <laughs> egos. God, there's so much egos, no, alcohol, and no pussy. You gonna hear a bunch of mutterings? <laughs> yeah, you're basically walking to prison. Like, but but yeah, but yo. there's also a chance that. None, none of that shit, like, as far as fighting, any of that could occur because a lot of times those things are spawned by women. Because of women. By women, True. right, right. I just think this is going to be another reason. Well, I, I, would assume, I would assume that every man there also, during their podcast, had a situation <laughs> where they were, like, asked the same question and they were like, oh, well, okay, you'll go. Well, here's some tickets. And they just fucking went to the same place that we all agreed to go to and we all are in agreement that, yeah, we're just here, so let's just enjoy it because we agreed to be here. But, like I said, I just need the estrogen. I need the estrogen, man. Like, I just need women around. Like, I don't need to be dealing with them. I don't need to be talking to them. But just seeing women on the beach... It's like, all right, that's good enough for me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just walking around, like you said, it's just, it's just, because maybe, maybe there won't be no bullshit, but maybe, maybe I might start the bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe I might want to fight because it ain't no women down there. Like, you know what? Well, you went knowing there was no women. But I know, but when you get, here. but when you get down there, <laughs> you booked the ticket. Like, yo, two flights that is all nigga inclusive. <laughs> yo, I just but when you get down there, the reality hits you and you be like, yo, I just want to hit some. No, nah, I just want to swing on somebody. The first, <laughs> first speed you see, like, oh, this is real. Yeah, I do want something else. Like, 
there's no women, so there's nobody to really impress. So that shit gonna be gross. Niggas gonna be farting all the time. Ain't nobody gonna dress high. Ain't no women there. Yeah. Yo, that's Big ass teeth. I'm gonna be dressed like this the whole time. Like everybody gonna be at the fucking no arcade. Shape ups. <laughs> nobody gonna give a fuck. Nobody gonna give a fuck. I can't get a nice hair on a basketball court. The food like, is look at this right now. We gonna go like this. Like this. <laughs> on the beach with hoodies and jeans. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> All of our girls are like, well, that's good. Nigga, I don't understand what the problem is. Man. Until, until you until you find out one of your dudes got some yams. On his shoe, like, well, that's not good. No, this is worse. <laughs> Nah, I just don't feel like it's like why. Dick sneakers, like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are you flip flops? I'm, I'm in the room the whole time on some real shit. There's nothing to look at. I'm just going to room service and chill. Okay. And I feel like a girlfriend be like, well, you always want to have bro time, so why can't you go to this resort and have the ultimate bro time? Bitch, no. I'm not gonna pay for you bro know, time. If anything, it might be just a productive ass trip. We just take all the dudes. Yo, yo, you want some real shit? <laughs> now you got me thinking. I'm like, no. Damn, he might have flipped the whole. He might have flipped on us. We might come back. He said, like, yo, why y'all going, going to the beach anyway? So concept, we got type stuff. We got all inclusive alcohol. And we yeah. can bring equipment and we can just work on music. But it's just no men. That's I mean, no women. That's a caveat that right there. Might, you got a beautiful area. Yo, you get a lot of shit mad projects. That's kind of what Drake and Kanye. They do every hour, but it's go to like a random ass state and lock themselves there well, for like you, three, well, three months. But, but Drake still get the hoes out there. But when you, but, but yeah, when Drake you, still find some yams. Kanye don't. But yeah. when you, when you, <laughs> but when you put it like that, I'm with that. Like saying, yo, I'm kind of trying to plan that shit now. When you put it like, like that, yo, you going on a trip and just saying, yo, but you can bring your equipment and you can work on music, but there's only men yo. in that area. Me, I would be like. I don't care. Yo, and, even if it's not music, just and my, listen, yo, you can just, just have some shit you gotta get done. You just need just like nigga, whatever, whatever it is. Yo, yeah, fuck whatever the podcast. Ant might have found our gate. Nigga, seven our days, what? sun up to sundown, whatever the fuck we wanted. You know how many podcasts, mixtapes, and albums and collab projects all of us could do? He's really planning this while we're playing this right now. I so feel like, like this is. And you know, I just said that I got a four person trip to fucking Orlando. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so if you ain't going no more. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yo, this might work. So yeah. <laughs> we were we've gone way over our time. We uh-huh. haven't, I'm mad. We were we, good for we time. For... Questions earlier in the week. That yeah, we, never the right, we, can, so, we can say that for next no, week. Next but, time. But save for next time. Let's save it next time. You wanna save them? Yeah, it's save been it. awesome. Um we don't need Elijah for the outro. Um because he just went upstairs. But it's been awesome. Uh, we've taken a break. We clearly went over our time. We went great on time, and then we went shitty on time. So it's okay. We're okay. Everything is well. All is well. We've had a great time tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. We just kind of just wanted to shoot the shit with y'all. Uh, 2018 has been been an interesting year thus far, four months in. Um, uh, it's been a lot of dark serious bullshit going on a lot of a lot of things to be sad about and when we did this episode our goal was to just pretty much lighten it up we're not talking politics we're not talking any of that shit we're just talking music shooting the shit about entertainment movies and all of that good stuff so thank you very much um guys anybody got anything coming up reef got anything coming up um yeah i should be putting out new Mixes within the next couple of weeks. Okay, where can they find you? 
Uh, you can find me on my SoundCloud, SoundCloud backslash DJ Reject Reef. Dope. I'm working on uh, two EPs. Cool. And I'm launching my YouTube channel next month. Because a lot of people have been saying, like, why don't you got a YouTube channel? So I'm like, you're right. So I'm just going to launch a YouTube channel. Cool. And, cool. Uh, yeah, just doing that and pressing buttons and jumping up and down. Sounds lit. Sounds lit. Spread? Uh, well, one, I, I want to give a big shout out because the bastards. We were on the list for 165 indie podcasts to check out. So shout out to, to my man Trevor um, Cars for that. Yeah, check his, check his uh, blog out. And watch, and listen, keep listening to us. And I want you to check out our Patreon. It's Patreon backslash Glorious Bastards Podcast. Support us, yeah. help us out. Yeah, and um, we got like shit coming, like for real. Like we got like a lot of stuff that's gonna be on the way. Um, we're gonna be building the podcast stuff. We have, uh, like I said, when we do this bracket thing, it's gonna be all over our Instagram. Make sure you go on our Instagram. Uh, the glorious bastards. Is it the glorious bastards or it is the glorious bastards? Um, spelt the way that glorious and bastards and the are spelled. So the glorious bastards on Instagram. So uh, yeah, and the YouTube channel is coming. Uh, we like to shout out Ant Man for always providing us a dope venue for us to record, a dope avenue. For us to continue to get our thoughts off and our ramblings and all of that extra shit. Uh, Mar Corleone, who's also in the building, who's been giving us a lot of insight in the background and shit. Because he didn't have a mic, but he still was giving us a lot of insight. You got anything coming up, yo? Yeah, yeah a project and a name change. A project and a name, name change. change. God damn, that's kind of bad. So, Marco Leone, you have a project coming. Name change. Was that your hip? That's not hip. <laughs> to be announced. TBA. That's the name so of the we, album. We'll have the link. We'll have the link to his no social media, all on our um, Instagram. Um, so check it out. You know. Um, you know, it's kind of fucked up. I'm like, like. I'm like fucking amazing on features, but nobody ever asked me to be on them. Like every feature I've had, I've killed the shit out of. What are you? What are you, what are you talking you about? Yo, the about? Vent. Just say what you got coming up. Not fuck it. The vent. The, the vent machine. All right, we out. Like yeah, yeah nobody ever said like, yo. The, hey, yo, yo. After like the vent was trash, only up until like maybe two minutes into the song. Like as soon as Ant come in. No, that no, no. That's not. That I'm shit play. was fire until That's the end. That's bullshit. It's a lie. The, the first minute <laughs> of the event lie. is fucking trash. No. <laughs> no. All right. So yeah, underestimated two is out available now. Quit work made music tour is coming. Um, we got a bunch of other stuff um, that I want to drop. I want to announce, but I won't announce right now. But just know the Quit Work Make Music tour is coming. Um, underestimated to iTunes, Title, Spotify, Google Play, all of that good shit. Elijah, what do you have coming? So up? better yet, and more importantly, the web series after the end will be premiering this year uh, with me as the lead as Lance, yeah. a guy who has cancer after the world's ended, and yeah, it's kind of like I Am Legend meets Walking Dead. Yeah, meets, that sounds cute. That's fr- great. Yeah, fuck you meets Frasier. Yeah, what? 
Yeah, to, 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 to yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, Split, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, starring me and some nigga named Bruce Willis and Starring Jackson. you? Starring, starring you? Well, they literally told me you might want to leave the set because we got too many shots of you. And at this point, it's going to be Bruce Willis featuring Elijah Davis. So they said, yeah, we're like kind of done with you. So I left the set because I had to go back to my job. No, they kicked you off. Yeah, they ain't like it. No, they called me back. They said, yeah, can we bring you back? And I said, in the way of all of the actual good extras. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, we need you to leave. Yo, that's so fucked up. <laughs> when you get in the way of the good extras, like, yeah, you're, you're in the way of the good extras. <laughs> like, she's attractive. We want to get her, but your black face is in the way. That's like, like, yeah, you're like a background singer, but you're out singing the background singers. This is like the fucking Nelly tour. So can you let Nelly just do his thing? <laughs> So, so yeah, why is she doing Nelly like that? <laughs> so that's it? Singing. Yeah, that's it, I think. I okay. Think so, yeah, so, so we'll just up. end it up. We'll just wrap it up on that. Um, this has been another edition. Control! Of- <laughs> this has been another edition <laughs> of the Glorious Bastards podcast. We thank you so much for bearing with us as we uh, just shot the shit with y'all. My we'll album is called Control. <laughs> we'll be oh back God. next week.